The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Oh my goodness. It is Friday, the Friday of the long weekend. Hey Chadville. Big plans? Are you getting out of town? Maybe you're you're starting cooking already. Mm. Uh, I know some of you are, but my, my pal, my long lost pal, Gord. Well, it's been a while. I had to come in and say happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Hope you're in for a good long weekend. How's it going? Good, good. Yeah. Well, with the election coverage, all of that, oh yeah, on both stations, it was just uh, kind of uh, took over our Thursday spots. Yeah. But I think. Uh, we missed each other, and we said, okay, you're going to come in today, and then yeah, we'll get back on up. track maybe next week. For sure, yeah. Last week I was in Regina at the University of Regina, so I killed two birds with one stone. I did some work-related stuff and then saw my ma. Was there snow there then? You know what? We went down to see the where the Willow Bunch Giant grew up. Have you ever heard that story? No. It's about it's a two-hour drive southwest of Regina in a, in a beautiful little town in a beautiful part of the country called Willow Bunch, mm. Saskatchewan. And as we got closer to Willow Bunch, uh, yeah, you could see the remnants of the the huge snow that it, that had hit southern Alberta yeah. and southern Saskatchewan. So yeah, there was big snowdrifts in the, but that, I'm sure that's all gone by yeah. now. But not, but they, I don't know if they got fresh snow, but that was the remnants of that storm that big snow nailed Calgary, Manitoba too yeah. today. Yeah. But so. if you ever get a chance, Willow Bunch. Willow Bunch. What? The, the... It's down around Rock Glen, south okay. of Assiniboia, south okay. of Moose Jaw, and it's this little tiny Métis community uh, that that was founded back in about 1888 right around the Riel Rebellion. Yeah. And uh, there was this guy there that was that was born to a, 12, a family of 12, and uh, he had a trouble with his pituitary gland, okay. thyroid problem, but he kept growing and growing and growing. So s- tragic story, he was, he was um, eight foot three oh when he gosh. died in Barnum and Bailey's Circus oh. in St. Louis, Missouri. He'd been on the road. He was helping support his family back. He was poverty stricken back in Willowbunch. He died. Well, the guys, they mummified his body and still put him out and still making money, but the family couldn't get the body back of uh, this giant. So they finally did in the 1990s. They found the mummified body. Oh my gosh, this goes back okay. to 1904 he died. So that's a long, long time to be without your, know what happened to your and family. And so is he propped up somewhere in Willow No, they, they cremated him, gave oh, okay. him a dignified uh, burial, and he's buried right out front of the old convent in Willow Bunch. Oh, and the most beautiful, re- they did such a great job. It's like four stories in this old convent made back in 1914, mm. and every floor is dedicated to the pioneer history, but the first floor, there's a room all to the Willow Bunch giant. Second floor is all about Sitting Bull. He, okay, very nice, yeah. He was yeah. hiding out in those outlaw caves down yeah. there. Yeah, And uh, Sitting Bull was a big part of that whole community there. And the Métis community had helped kind of keep him going to get yeah. him being arrested. But eventually they, could, they couldn't stop There's that. There's so many interesting stories in so many small towns across, I know. Uh, across, yeah. across the, peri- uh, the prairies. I remember, you know, Elbow, Saskatchewan, down at the marina, there's a big rock. Mm-hmm. A big rock that just is there out of the blue. Oh, yeah. And, and legend has it that a, a raven dropped it there. Uh, and then that's where the Gardner Dam, they, they flooded it, yeah. and now it's under 300 feet of water. Yeah. And it was a sacred um, native marking spot. Yeah. Like a medicine spot. Yeah. And it's underwater. Divers go down now and take yeah. a look. I know. when they Yeah. Made the, so it was just neat. Crazy. I just remember, it was like, how, where did this big rock come from? But yeah, and then someone was telling me the, the history legend. of it. And uh, I know my, my former in-laws, um, they would go they hmm. would go hunting on the shores of Diefenbaker Lake for right, arrowheads it. and all that. Their collection of arrowheads hmm. were absolutely unreal. I love that. Just yeah. spectacular. It was from little tiny ones to great big ones. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was amazing. Never found one uh, when I went looking, but oh yeah, they had a box uh, box full of them. Well, I've got a few that I found around 
my travels in Alberta here. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it makes you feel so tiny because they'll tell you that some of those arrowheads go back 10,000 yeah. years and more. Yeah. And here we are, just a little blip on the whole know, right, evolution eh? scale, right? And this, <laughs> yeah, this whole civilization was here. So what was it like being back in university? Oh, that was weird. Yeah, I was there. It was a real honor because they gave us, they, they had a chorus entertainment, gave a scholarship mm-hmm. in my name to the journalism school where I went back in the 80s. And uh, it was really odd to go back. I don't know if you've gone back or some of your listeners have ever gone back to a high school reunion or something. This was 34 years ago for mm. me. Walked in the door. It, was, it, it just, I got up when I had to give a little uh, speech about the scholarship, what the money would be used for. I kind of said, you know, it's weird. I walked in immediately, got butterflies in my stomach. <laughs> it felt like 30 years kind of washed away. And I was, I, I had to go up to the classroom building and write an, write an exam. Excuse me, I don't want to write an exam. Yeah, it's high stress. Those, yeah. And that's why I said to the, the, I got to talk to the journalism students for a bit, and uh, I know what they're going through. It's really a tough course. It's a Bachelor of Arts in mm-hmm. Journalism and Communications course. It's a tough one. And um, I said, I know you guys, you know, they sleep sleep right there to get their assignments yeah. done. The workload is incredible. I said, the last thing you need to worry about is finances, so this money is going to be used nice. to help pay some some tuition, and hopefully they can spread it out. It's about $21,000, oh, so it really help nice. a lot of students. Yeah, for sure. So um, I don't know if I've been back. I, I taught a couple of courses uh, at the college um, that I graduated from uh, in the years after Same where building? I was. Yeah, yeah it okay. was the broadcasting program, That's so did some work me. there. The memories. And then, but uh, not done a... Never done a reunion, never done a college reunion, never done a high school reunion. I never did either. I never went back to Walter Murray in Saskatoon at all, no. I was always curious about it, but it just didn't work out timing-wise. Yeah, Chadville, have you ever done a high school reunion, something like that? What was that like? Because you yeah. always wonder, right? You How know, do people age and what do they look like? Yeah, and or maybe you, you bump into that boy or girl that, yeah, you, you know. slow you, dance to you Lazy sl- by Deep Purple in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> Stairway to heaven. <laughs> exactly. Hands in the back pocket, yeah. right? Like all of that. And you and you wonder, and, 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 and maybe Facebook has changed that uh, a little bit because you can still, you know, you can catch up with, you know, the well, kids that you went to high school And who hasn't done Facebook, that? It's easy to do that with the guys, but it's really difficult to do that with, if, yeah. with old girlfriends or just <laughs> classmates, right? Because they've got married, they got different yeah. names now. Yeah. So it's not fair. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, I think there was, so what I graduated, I graduated high school, oh my gosh, 30 years ago this year. Okay. So it was 1989 I right. graduated high school, so grade 13. Okay. Um, I was class of 77. So, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, at Walter Murray in Saskatoon. Yeah. As a White Pines High School in Sault Ste. Marie. Um and 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 there must have been a twenty year or a twenty five year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um but sure there uh, been. yeah. Somebody always organizes that. Now I've only been back to that high school I think once and when I walked in, all I could see like pictures of my brother on the wall. Oh wow. My brother was the golden child, right? My brother yeah. was the, the star athlete and, and everything. So you walk in and in the front cases they have all of their athletes from over the years yeah, and you're looking for yours and you can't find Oh it. yeah, no, I, there was no pictures of me <laughs> up. <laughs> there was none. It was like get rid of her get her out of here but isn't that Um, wild did you find your old locker yes i can still remember where that locker was just outside uh, my geography class right down the main hall isn't that crazy yeah yeah and And you probably remember all your teachers you remember their names yeah most of them and but here's the thing i mean you remember the teachers that were good 
The good well, ones? I think you remember the jerks too. Oh yeah. But you, you you really remember the ones that were really great. Mrs. Piertonimi for me was you know had probably one of the biggest influences uh, on my life. She was the one that suggested going into broadcasting. Uh, Mrs. Kelly, my math teacher, who struggled along with me every oh, single class math. because uh, math was so hard. Uh, hard math for me. Math is hard. Oh, it is. Math <laughs> is hard. <laughs> I had Mr. Getz, and I'll, yeah, I didn't like him. And uh, he uh, he would make me go to the front of the board, I remember. And uh, he knew I didn't know how to do the algebra. algebra uh-huh. And he'd make me get up in front. It's like, and, why? Why are you doing this? You yeah. know I'm having trouble with this stuff. Yeah. But they just kind of like to humiliate you a little. Yeah, and then I remember my grade three teacher. This is going back away. Grade three slash four. I was in a split. Her name was Mrs. Crab. Ooh, Mrs. Vera Crab, um, and Mrs. Crab, um, we stayed in contact even after I moved out of Belleville. When we moved to Sault Ste. Marie, when I went to college, and she kind of stayed in touch. And I remember showing up in Belleville um, to visit some friends, and she wanted to to see what I was doing. So I'd started working in television. Oh, at this nice! Point. She wanted to follow you along, and uh, and showed her, uh, you know, me reading one, you know, one of my first newscasts, which of course was absolutely horrendous. But she was just, you know, big you deal know, though for she her. She was right? just pickled as punch. You know, and and that was that that was that was amazing. I don't know even if she's still alive now. Mrs. Crab. Mrs. Crab mm. in Belleville. I've tried to I've tried to look her up. Her daughter was one of our babysitters when we were young. Oh wow. Anyway, but yeah. you just you have those, and I think yeah. you know, a great teachers can make a, a huge difference in someone's lives, and crappy teachers can also make a big difference. Well, yeah, maybe sometimes in the wrong way. Create a bunch of anxiety. Yeah. I had Mrs. Campbell in grade ten, who was very, very helped me with uh, short story writing in mm. English, and it was very, very just so encouraging and in, in uh, reading, like getting out and reading, and 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 then writing. Mm-hmm. But then Mr. Getz. Just went the you know he I mean, was the other way he went the other way create yeah. anxiety. <laughs> I think about I think about those reunions and think about going back and you know bumping in and like like we touched on like bumping into that your old boyfriend you know maybe yeah. who you had the first kiss with or whatever it is. And those memories they seemed like that four years in high school like in Saskatchewan yeah. it was nine grade nine to grade twelve which is odd because you come out of grade eight next thing you're sitting beside a guy that's got a shave <laughs> you know you're coming out of elementary school and also these got big farm kids right well, so yeah we did quite a learning experience so in 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 ontario was different because we did you know kindergarten to grade six in one school Mm. then junior high was seven yeah we didn't have that right and then high school was nine to grade 13 if you're going to university or nine to 12 so if you were going to university you still got four years in high school you still had four years possibly five Five. years yeah yeah no, I know, and it brings back such crazy memories. I mean, it's, uh, you know, you're scared, you're terrified. And those four years, what I was going to get at, just yeah. seemed like they went on, it seemed like you'll never get out of here. It's like 20 years, and now four years go oh by like they're gosh. nothing. I dated a boy in in high school. Uh, he was at a different school, and um, his name was Ron slash Alex. He went by two uh, two names. He befriended me on Facebook uh, Recently? a few, year, a few oh, yeah. years back. And I accepted his, you know, friendship, all that sort of yeah. stuff, and... Uh, I was like, oh, okay, you know, interesting. He lives down in the States now. Mm-hmm. And then he unfriended me. What? And I'm like, what's going on? He says, well, the girl I'm dating. Um, doesn't she, like that? She doesn't like that. I'm like, we dated in high school. Yeah. I've been married. Like, I'm, like, what? Yeah, so you broke my heart in high school. Now you're doing it again. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go away. Hardly. <laughs> <laughs> A couple of your texts coming in. 
40 years, and I was still the funniest guy in the room, except for uh, former Esky Blake Dermont. That guy is funny. That's <laughs> he is uh, funny. Will yeah. out in, uh, really? uh, in Sarepta. And this one says, a shout out to class of 97 at J.H. Picard. We had a 20-year reunion two years ago. One of our new classmates teaches at Picard now, so he gave us a walk down the hallways of oh. our old aunt on Canny. Wouldn't that be something? Right? Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, and just brings back those memories. Nothing really changes in these schools either. They build them solid back mm -hmm. in the 60s and 70s, mm -hmm. right? And why would you change them? So your locker's right there in the same tile floor. The gym will look the same with the bleachers. Oh, yeah. You know, my niece and nephew went... Um, Meet me behind the bleachers. <laughs> went uh, back to the, the junior school, the, the, the little public school that we had gone to, uh, the 7 and 8 school, and uh, found pictures of auntie and uncle on the wall and uh, and sent them through the, uh, through yeah. the iPhone. I'm like, oh, my gosh, because, yeah. like, the hair was still as, oh, as big as bad. And, you know, the, the mullets that the boys had yeah. and your graduation, your graduation dress and glasses and braces. Yeah. <laughs> big round glasses. Yeah. <laughs> ah, good times, good eh? Good times, eh? Why good not? Good times. Yeah. Um, you're heading out uh, tomorrow's turkey day for you. Yeah, well, it's supposed to be a nice day. It's kind of an annual tradition with our family out there. And uh, Deb's sister has moved out from Nova Scotia, Shauna, so maybe I'll get her on the back of the motorcycle. <laughs> she just keeps shaking her head. No, mm. it's too cold. But anyway, yeah, I go up to the Hutterite colony, got to grab a a turkey those turkeys are huge so that we strap bungee cord it to the back of the, my motorcycle and then drive drive it back home and we'll be cooking that on sunday do you have a heated vest heated seats heated i've got uh, a heated vest yeah yeah i always forget to plug it in but, yeah but I'll, I'll be wearing it tomorrow oh for yeah sure. absolutely but it's nice because the turkey will be nice and fresh See, I've not had a turkey from there. I've not. I don't think I've ever had a fresh turkey. I can uh, get them to cut one in half and bring it over <laughs> if you want. <laughs> they do. They'll cut them in half because really? they're like 30, 40 pounds. These things look like ostriches. They're, they're huge. <laughs> and sometimes it's too much, and the guy will just go, oh, we'll cut I, it in half. I'm not a big turkey fan. Oh, you're not? I don't. Jim uh, Jim loves uh, turkey. And he, he's always like, we're having turkey on Thanksgiving, and we never get to have turkey because you don't like turkey. I'm like, we have turkey and ham at Christmas time. Yeah. But we're going to have, like, a big Thanksgiving thing on Monday probably. Yeah. But, so what uh, are you going to have? Well, he'll cook. A turkey. He'll cook turkey, but I'm just like, I'm. If I never eat turkey again, I'm fine. You know, I had my, I've had my dad, and my mom over, over the years, and I've got since. I've been, this is what sold me on it. To have my dad say, I've never had a turkey taste like this. Really? He's, he's a farm kid from yeah. Saskatchewan, and yeah, there's something about him. I don't know what Are they it is. Expensive? Yeah, they're pricey, but yeah, uh, worth it. But it's worth it. Yeah, they're a little bit more than what you'll buy, but they're super fresh, and mm. and they're they're like like I said, they're monsters. I mean, the my, you know, there's there's 30 pounds of turkey yeah. in the back of the bike. <laughs> Get the front tire on the ground. He'll be eating turkey meat for another week. Oh, that's the best. <laughs> Hot turkey sandwiches with some gravy. and Perfect. <laughs> um, we, we've got uh, 23 minutes into the show without having talked politics, and we haven't talked politics in, in weeks, uh, the two of us, just yeah. because we haven't seen each other. Uh, your thoughts on what you've been seeing? I don't know. That debate I found was disappointing. Mm. It was just a bunch of, they sounded like a bunch of high school kids, yeah. uh, all sort of whining and talking over each other. Yeah. There were some funny laughs, you mm -hmm. know, but you're not, they're not going out for yuck yucks yeah it's uh yeah i don't know and I, i'm just what i'm doing now is trying to forget who the leaders are and go through the policies and that's and just it. see what the conservative what the liberal what the green party what the ndp are all about and especially in my own riding i'm yes. just looking at that's more important to me than listening to all this jibber jabber that's just going the on with, with the with the leaders here it's Everything's lost in translation. Have so. have you noticed? Are there many um, out signs? Yeah, one. I've That's got it. one on in, on our acreage area, and it's uh, for the conservative candidate. 
No, I haven't seen any from any of the other parties in my walks and travels and yeah. bike rides through the countryside. It's weird. Yeah, there's Usually not. Plastered. Yeah, there's there's not a lot same uh, in, your area, in our then. neck of the woods. Now again, I know that you were kind of you know just you were right on the edge of the city, but traditionally you know uh, when you're coming in. But I just I haven't seen much even in in Southwest Edmonton. You know, coming down to Willard, I just mm-hmm. haven't seen a lot. Just. Yeah, and it's funny because there we haven't seen much. We haven't seen many, many ads, like you're saying out there. Mm. And yet I feel like we've just been bombarded with political mm. speak for the last several months. Yeah. It's never stopped. So now when they announce the election and we're going into it again, it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's just the same yeah. old, same old. So we're just hear- hearing the same old issues going round and round. So. A week Monday, um, Conservative leader Andrew Scheer just uh, releasing um, the his party's plan with the budget, vowing to balance the budget within five years. You know, mm-hmm. what does that look like? Um, they're, they've released a 100-page document on campaign costs and all that sort of stuff. He's been, you know, getting it a little bit because it's taken so long to um, yeah. to, to have that uh, document released. And, you know, uh, the Liberal leader, Justin Trudeau, saying, of course, we all know that nobody, le- <laughs> what did he say, releases their best work at uh, 4 o'clock on a Friday <laughs> on afternoon? On a Friday afternoon, exactly. <laughs> well, that's so true. And what, what I found, you know, we did all those election shows yeah. uh, for the provincial election back in March and April. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went back. Brianna Carson-Smith went back, did a, a lovely report in Drayton Valley. Because, you know, the oil and gas oh. industry, that's what we're all watching so closely here. And, and it's just heartbreaking to, to talk and listen to these people. Some of these people are only working, if they're lucky, two, three days yeah. a week. Not even that. And then some of them have been out of work for months. And yet we still don't have a, a game plan nope. in, in front of us. So... We're watching that like a hawk, and, and all these communities, Drayton Valley, and all of them are, are just, you know, yeah. um, in dire straits right now. We yeah. need some answers. We talked to Tim Cameron from out in Drayton mm-hmm. uh, yesterday on the yeah. show as part of the coverage as well, and focusing on the economy and talking about that, and, you know, just said, you know, people are scared, they're they're fed up, they're, they feel like they're at their, their well, they don't, end. Well, they don't you even know, know what, what's next. Yeah, can they even stay in Alberta? Mm-hmm. Is That's how bad things are yeah. in these communities. So it's like, let's get some answers here and get some pipelines going, and, and, and let's get some answers on our oil and gas where are we headed and what does the future look like otherwise people are going to be leaving the province yeah yeah without a doubt and we've already you know we, we've seen some of that and i think that the, the question is and you know the voice out of uh, out of drayton yesterday saying you know what does what does the canadian political scene look like on tuesday yeah um you know a week tuesday do we have a, a majority government in any way mm-hmm. um, whether it's the conservatives whether it's the liberals um you know do we have a minority government and propped up by who? Yeah. You know, there's just so many variations right now, variables in it, and we haven't seen, and we've said this over and over again, nothing seems to be moving the needles. The issues aren't moving the needles. No, they're just talking about the same thing and pledges more than promises. Yeah. And, um, you know, you just look at the logistics of Canada, and uh, it always is concerning as you've got such a high population in Quebec and Ontario. Yeah. There's so much decided in those two provinces alone, and we get left out yeah. in the cold but out is here. is that going to happen this year? Is that going to happen this year, you know? Um, well, we just got to get good voter turnout here. Well, and and that's it. And I wonder how many people are going to, you know, if we can, what was it last election was about six, was it 65, 68, something like that, something like which that? is pretty good. Which was, which was, which was fairly high, but yeah, getting that vote out, the youth vote, which was so strong last time around, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. Where's that going to go? Yeah. Um, yeah. People oof. are just getting a little, that I talked to, frustrated and cynical with all levels of government. 
and uh, they, you know, they're just calling for change. They just need some politicians wow. that can just go and make some answers. Well, we're going to wrap up that, uh, see how that shakes down. Then we'll turn around and have the provincial budget. And what, you know, what does that look like? You yeah. know, on the heels of the McKinnon report and yeah, what does that mean about... for education oh. and healthcare in our province? Absolutely. And everybody's watching that like a hawk. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, my friend, uh, safe travels tomorrow. Your way out to, to get the turkey. <laughs> okay, Will you I'll please you know. take a picture and tweet it? All right, I'll do that. Uh, for I, want, sure. I want to see that. Not while I'm moving. I'll do that when I'm parked. No, when, yeah. yeah, when Absolutely. it's all safe to do so. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks to catch up with you. Yes, to you and your family. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.